Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam of Atmosphere Productions, DJ Service. And this is Kia. And at Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters of planning your own wedding. Today's Wedding Tip Wednesday, which is available on the Be Engaged and Inspired Facebook group page, is make room in your budget for wedding video or filmmaking services. Why? Well, you'll have those lasting memories and you'll see things you didn't know were happening. And at the end of the day, you'll enjoy this glimpse into one of the most important days of your life. I love it when they give you like like the little snippet of the day. You get to see the whole day in like five minutes. It's sort of nice to oh, share yes, that. Man. Two minutes. No, two minutes. Well, I, sometimes I love five it. Minutes. The little little preview there. I love watching those because it goes through the entire day and it's just like watching a trailer for a movie. Yeah, that's always my favorite part. Anyways, the trailers. We go to the movies. Anyways, so if you don't know who to hire to be your videographer, you might want to ask your facility that you're getting married at, or you might want to ask your wedding planner or even your DJ who they recommend. Recommendations. But here's the tricky part of recommendations. Especially when you're dealing with um, a venue or a facility, you need to ask yourself, why are they recommending these vendors? And one of the important things is that you can just ask them. When they hand you a book and say, this is our trusted vendor list or a preferred vendor list, ask them why they're preferred. Yes, why ask- are they in the book? Exactly. And are they in the book because they paid to have an ad there, which I understand putting one of those books together can actually be pretty pricey. Or are they paying to be a vendor top pick? And are they giving any sort of commission or kickback service to the venue? Right. Um, or even to the other venue vendors. Um, these are all questions that you really need to ask yourself to be an informed, educated, wedding engaged couple. Right. So let's let's break those down. The first one is 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 it a recommendation that is honest? Yes. So does the facility honestly love this vendor and they're just recommending you because they love them? Yes. Well, I know as a planner, I recommend vendors because they fit our clients' price point, style, the way they sort of connect with people. But as a venue, if you're saying these are our top four DJs that we love, um, the question is, what what did you do to become on that to right. get on that list? So that's the point number two. Now, yes. if they give you a book that has the vendors in, ninety percent of the time, the book is produced by an outside company yes. whose name shall remain shamelessly. <laughs> from the show (laughs) unless they want to buy an ad space (laughs) (laughs) so the vendors actually buy ad space in the book and the book is handed to the venue the facility for free and the venue then hands out that book so it becomes an advertising vehicle for the venue that is paid for by the venue by the vendors by the vendors i gotta get those terms right which Gives a little bit of a iffy question there. Did the vendors just pay to get in the book? Or did the facility recommend these vendors and say, hey, we'd like you in the book, but you have to pay for it? Which you are they are producing a product. So yep. I understand that part Fair of it. Fair enough. Uh, one of the things to sort of ask is, 
like you just said. Why are they in the book? Have they been here? How many weddings do they do here? And what happens, which will, I guess, be topic three, if you don't want to pick somebody off of their preferred vendor list? Now, some locations don't have an issue with it as long as they fit those very important things of having insurance, having a license, being an actual business, not a hobbyist. Um, Some venues will say, hey, if you're not using our preferred vendor list, um, there's an additional $500 fee or whatever the price is Mm -hmm. to use somebody else. Yep. And you've got to make the choice then. As a consumer, you've got to decide, am I going to pay that? Do I get the vendor that I specifically selected or am I going to pick the one that's been chosen for me? And when I always have a question as a planner, when they say, hey, you're you're going to have to pay $500. For me, that's typically a red flag because what that says to me is that the vendors who are being recommended are either providing some sort of commission or kickback yep. and, um, and, back to the venue. And that's something in my business personally that I would never ever do is pay a, a referral fee to a ven- venue. Or a vendor. You would never, you wouldn't pay me one either. (laughs) I mean, I'll take your money, but I I don't need to recommend you to take your money. I never thought of that. Yes, that's true. Venue or vendor. uh, I would never do that because that's not the way that I do business. I want people to recommend me because they like me and I'm good at what I do. And I recommend people by the same token. If you're good and you're good at what you do, I'm going to recommend you from now until the end of time. One of the other things to think about is if this... Um, venue is taking some sort of kickback, or even if the vendor is taking a kickback or a commission, there is an ethical and even a contract type of question um, that can come up. Because you're basically saying, hi, I've booked this vendor, and now they have an agreement that's behind your back, and they're providing money, and then who's actually being covered? And is the price that you're paying fair? Because Mm -hmm. if there's a 10% charge that the venue is asking Uh, for every booking is the vendor charging an extra 10% on all clients. They might. And sometimes you can, you know, speak to some other vendors that you might like um, who might have even worked there who are not on the list. Um, And you can see sometimes they're, it's still cheaper to hire them um, than, than even still pay the $500 fee. Absolutely. Um, Sometimes there is a question about the fact that um, I know that at our venues for all of Engage Connecticut, which is the Inn at Mount Pleasant and Bradley Mountain Farm um, and Talcott Hill Estates, and I could keep going. But when we prefer or when we share our vendor list, we call it a trusted vendor list. They're vendors that we know that are going to do a great job. They've either worked in the space before or they've worked with us. And all of our vendors do offer the couple some sort of incentive, but that is really, you know, that's just customer service. Right. Uh, at no point in time are we ever going to say, you know, DJ Sam, you've been at the Inn at Mount Pleasant, I don't know, eight times for you to come back next time. I'm going to need an additional 500 bucks because I'm giving you business. Right. But if I'm giving or sharing business with you and you're doing a great job, it makes me as the venue continue look to look yeah great absolutely because everything went super successfully you also have to think of when the relationship sours between the vendor and the venue what happens to the client in the middle because mm-hmm. you are now if you're the client you're stuck in the middle and you didn't even know you were stuck in the middle that's true that was where i was saying there's that ethical question of who's the contract actually with because they have their own contract And you, like you said, if something goes wrong or gets soured or you're all of a sudden having an issue with the vendor that you booked and you no longer want to use them, 
it, you could right. be in a big, huge mess that Absolutely. you weren't even thinking about. And, and let's make this very clear. There's a difference between the facility handing you a book and saying, we recommend these people, mm-hmm. and then that's it, and a vendor and a facility cohabiting together to uh, book clients and giving a kickback to each other. Mm -hmm. Those juxtapose each other. And you have to understand as a client that you may not, you may know about one, but you may not know about the other. And this was what we've said in, I think, almost all of our podcast is just to at least be educated and ask the questions. Because if you come to, say, the In at Mount Pleasant, and I hand you over a list of all of our vendors, um, and you say to me, why are you recommending them? One of the first things I'm going to say is because they know our space. We work with them. They do a great job, which I, you know, I keep saying that over and over again, but it's, that's why we're recommending them. I'm not making any, I don't need to make an additional two, $300. It's really not in it for me to have that little tiny bit of cash influx just because I wanted Sam to have to pay me money. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. And all of you know, some places do have preferred vendor list or referral list. Um, they call it that and they're not taking anything. There's no commissions. Um, they may, you know, treat each other to maybe a better vendor meal, but that's not the same thing right. as any sort of financial. And a lot of times when you have these books or these lists, you can ask, are there other people who are not on the list that you would still recommend as well? Absolutely. Um, am I allowed to bring in my own vendors? You know, these are things to think about when we run events with um food trucks, we typically have to add an additional fee because we have to bring additional staff to help clean up. Yes. But we're really direct about that right from the beginning. Um, and I think that's one of the things that when you're interacting with your venue or any of your vendors and they recommend somebody, ask them yep. why they're recommending yep. them. Yep. And you, your venue should be upfront about this and be honest with you. Because if they're not ashamed of it, then there should be no reason not Absolutely. to share it. Absolutely. And you can, as a client, ask them, you know, are you willing to waive this? Like, I'm not comfortable with this. And then you do have to make that tough decision. Do I want to be married in a place that is going to dictate every single part of my wedding? And will every single wedding just look like the one that just was? Right. And that's where consumerism comes in. That's Mm -hmm. where the market forces will come in. You as the client have the money. The venue wants your money. Mm -hmm. So you can walk or you can spend your money. But once you book that venue, understand if they are giving a kickback to the vendor, you may have a tough time getting out of the contract. Yes. And you may be subjected to get a vendor that you didn't necessarily want. Um, you might have connected with somebody else. And this is why I said as a planner side of me, I always say, okay, what's your price point? What's your style? I mean, I have clients who Sam is not the right DJ at all. And I would never even send, I would say you can talk to him, but I really don't think he's going to fit your vibe. You know, somebody who wants somebody out on the dance floor doing the electric slide, that is not going to be Sam. (laughs) Not that I think, or the cha-cha slide. I think that's what it is. I I could do it, but that, that's not my clientele. And, and that's another thing that, that you have to remember. Every vendor cannot do every single event. Absolutely not. There are different vendors that are good at doing different things and working with a wedding planner like Kia who knows all of these different ins and outs of the of different venue vendors uh, is going to be key to helping you make that uh, selection. And when you're working with any of our engaged Connecticut venues, we have a list of, you know, 5 6 per category that very clearly they each have a different skill set. They each have something else that makes them more appealing. 
And I want you as a client to feel like you're actually being able to plan your own wedding and not being forced into a $500 per vendor choice. Yep. Things to think about. So all we basically are saying is at least ask the question. And if you don't like the answer, then you might have to make a tough decision. But ask the questions before you sign the contract. Yes. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths. As seen on the TLC TV series, Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couple Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. This is Lauren from Julie Allen Bridles, and you're listening to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. Listen and download on iTunes or Google Podcasts. Marty Q here. Have you heard my new single, Try Love? It's available on iTunes. Download and listen today. Engage Connecticut offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all of New England. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and at www.engagect.com. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. This is DJ Sam. And this is Kia. So we're going to have a great guest with us today. Um, He's been here a few times before, but we're going to talk about my favorite subject, which is wedding mishaps. (laughs) Welcome, Marty Q. Yeah, Marty Q. Welcome back, buddy. Good to be here, guys. A lot of fun. So I'm sure um, having worked weddings and things, you've seen things go wrong. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. always with Uh, you, Mm -hmm. but um, we always have all of our professional friends come and talk to us about things that they've seen. Yeah. Uh, little wedding mishaps, the ways that maybe you helped fix an issue. Yes, and and the names leave out the names yes. so that okay. yep. for the okay. so nobody well come come back. Um, we'll go from least to worst. How's that? <laughs> I love save it. the best for last. But uh, we all seen the occasional slip and fall on a dance floor. I mean that's passe. Yeah, but um, I love it when your guitar player is who. If you knew him, he's a very quirky guy. He's uh, extreme perfectionist and. He's like the mad wizard, you know, but he, he it's very serious. It's, it's, and he's playing and it's literally his amplifier. You see smoke pouring out of the <laughs> oh back, literally smoke pouring out. And he's looking around and the drummer says, Ed, you're on fire tonight. <laughs> uh, literally. And he's going, oh, and he looks terrified. And then we, and then we run to the pull the plug out and the smell of the burning oh, dust wires. and the wires. Yeah. Um, but you know, then you, you re-manage to, you manage to rewire something or go right to the system to solve the problem. So, so this is, it was just funny to, you know, as people are watching this, like, is, is this a, a smoke effect or <laughs> is something wrong? And you're trying to sing a song well, and, and it was, it was pretty but funny. This is though. why you have professionals because yeah. then they actually can plug it into a different speaker, a different amp or something. Yeah. Else you re and- you, you just, he, we, um, took the amp out of the circuit, you know, and he went direct into the board. So we're playing, but it, it was funny cause the, a little bit of a smell of the wires and this dust and the 
and and, and it was funny because he just bought the amp too and oh. it wasn't his fault and I mean, things know. like that happen. That's why yeah. also professionals carry insurance. Yeah. I'm just adding yeah. oh, in yeah. little oh, tidbits yeah. of things oh, like this. Oh, I have insurance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So so what is your middle of the road mishap that you've witnessed? Okay. The middle of the road mishap was we were playing, uh, the band was playing, and big dance party was fun. And one of the guests looked like he was shot out of a cannon. He, <laughs> he hits the speaker stand, which is pretty tough to knock down because it was pretty sturdy. He pops the one of the legs breaks. It's oh. a tripod. The speaker, which was a an EV speaker, fifteen inch with a horn, it was pretty it was heavy, heavy, pretty heavy big speaker. and heavy, is literally coming down, and it looks as if it was in slow motion. Hits the chandelier, breaks off a little piece, <laughs> and literally hit my. I have a CD player for the break. Hit the top of my CD player, smashed the glass, but just crushed Boom. it. Just missed like hitting me, which I don't know, but and then they'll just and then they get to you know, they get up and they run away and they keep dancing like nothing happened. So, uh, but, and you have to keep playing, yeah, you keep playing like, oh, no problem. There's a speaker in my lap and there's glass over here and the chandelier is hanging a little bit, but no, no problem. But then, this, well, hold on before you before you go to that, go to the worst one. What, what, what'd you saw? How did you solve that? What we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, but what possessed this person to run across and what, do that? I I don't know. I just noted they were cocktail just, hour in yeah. an open bar. They, <laughs> you know, um, I also saw, a, a, unfortunately, this guy booked us for, it wasn't a wedding, it was a dance, and he went down, I mean, he broke his ankle and Ooh. and stopped the party, ends come to EMT, you know, and boom. But um, I don't know, they, were, they get crazy dancing. And so yeah. anyway, the last one, I'll never forget, what's that? We like to party. The, the Venga Boys, is that right? Oh, Venga Boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Venga yeah, yeah. or Venga. Yeah, yeah. The song's on. This is their suggestion for last song of the day. Is that so, like the Six Flags song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. So the band was done. So I put the CD on. This is their and they were jumping up and down to the beat. You know, irresponsibly, a guest dropped a glass on the floor. The glass broke. Nobody knew it. The bride herself in her white dress, uh, all of a sudden you see red on the bottom of her dress and uh, red on the floor. She unfortunately, she, she landed on it, cut her oh, foot so bad, so bad. Oh. bleeding and bleeding. She couldn't walk. Then they called the ambulance. Ambulance came in, put her on a stretcher, took her out. They so, added just Mary to the back of the ambulance. Her, yeah. <laughs> but and when they came back, she was so her, her honeymoon of course was in the beach and she couldn't oh. go on the beach and she just a disaster but um, i've seen that a lot where yeah. people will like spill something which can obviously be dangerous yeah. or um people just drop something and sort of don't even don't react say, yeah th- i really think there should be a, a little bylaw with the places there should be don't let them drink glass on the dance floor because bring a, a glass yeah, they, just, they should i be. try not to let them even drink i mean i mean i know it happens sometimes but usually depending on where we are if we can sort of have a bird's eye view we'll pay attention to it because i've seen things fall and then we have to tell one of our crew members to go help catering or whoever it is to help sort of clean it up because it's really dangerous you can yeah slip fall slip, go right um, so this is a be engaged and inspired tip if you just got engaged mm-hmm. make sure when you're dancing no drinks on the dance floor yeah. in glass yes right i mean simple as the cup's not gonna hurt you yeah. but. by that point in time dinner's over yeah your yeah. you bar could easily switch over to plastic cups you don't need to bring your beer glass 
And as a guest, you cuts shouldn't down bring... on your moves. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you only got one limb going and you got the other one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I mean, it's one of those things that I wish guests would think about when they're, yep. you know, about to get on the dance floor. I know it's fun and I know you don't have to walk back to your table. And I know sometimes part of it is, is that if you've left your drink on the table, um, sometimes catering will clean it up. So that is the reason. But there are cute ways to say like, hey, nope, and maybe dance near your table. I don't know. I can't tell you the amount of times that somebody's dropped a beer in the middle of the dance floor and I've got to stop the music. Stop party and unfortunately somebody's got to come with a dustpan or and if somebody's walking towards you guys uh with a drink wanting to make a request and they're uh, a little uh, tipsy how many and- times yeah. <laughs> just could you put the drink over there yeah is they're holding it over <laughs> just, your just, computer yeah, and all of your equipment it's, and it's, you know, it's like you're on a boat, seaside, yes. back and forth with the. These are the tribulations that musicians have to go through. I I saw. A, unfortunately, I knew the girl was at this wedding. She was doing the electric slide, and I have uh, you know, as a musician, you have to have monitors sometimes in a bigger place to hear what you're doing. You know, so there was a floor monitor, and it's on the floor, but it's within the band, within our area. Mm-hmm. Yeah just comes walking through and <laughs> saying hello and hey, could you do this and it was all good but she walked out and she's doing the electric slide and they don't realize how close they are to the equipment yeah. she hit the floor she you know it's on the floor and it's yeah. only a foot high Black. falls over oh. dislocates her arm oh. she couldn't move her elbow her elbow was you oh, know, not no. bendable and i felt terrible because it was on my equipment but it happens you know just they should be a little bit aware of where you are situation awareness yes absolutely i think i've been at a wedding with you sam once where the bartenders walked past a a power source and i mean granted yep it was the end of the night i mean he was pretty much about to end the entire thing it was two minutes into this pumped up song to wrap up the evening and the we let you play one more song the bartender tripped over. Well, I don't think they tripped. They just walked. Happened well, they walk. were removing boxes and coolers and really not being aware of the space that they were in because it wasn't actually an easy thing to no, unplug. It, it wasn't. Um, so it was a little bit of carelessness. And it happens. I mean, it was the end of the night. They wanted to wrap it up, obviously, a little sooner. Does stuff like that happen to you? I mean, if you unplug the plug for oh, the band, every, you, you can oh, still you can still lose, play. Yeah, but you'll lose maybe the PA or you'll lose one guy's stuff. You know, you'll not. Yeah. It depends on how many plugs you're, you know. It's one of those things, too, is if you're um, yeah. thinking about having a live band at your wedding, make sure that the venue, you talk to them about what their power sources are, how much they have, because yeah. I know... Most have good power. I think one segment of this industry that doesn't get talked about much is, you know, the places that we go to, how many times we go to the same places and then there's a different face there Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, geez, you know, the, the, and, and are, are we going to work together or it's so not easy, but it's such a better party when it, when you work together with Mm -hmm. the caterer, like you're in sync. Hey, we're I'll all on what, the same team. I'll do yes. whatever you want. If you want me to cut the cake at, you know, 8.35 and 14 seconds, <laughs> I will do it. Please ask me. But don't come over to me and say in one minute, cut Next. the cake now. Yeah. Those are all those planners that get, give me a bad rap. worked the dance floor up and the party's mm-hmm. going. Every, we're shifting gears. We got a great party now. We just got to where we want and now you're going to kill me. You know, it's like us saying to them, <laughs> hey. I need to eat my meal right now. now. Go um, I, I've actually uh, had a band once who said that they were going off stage because they, they needed to eat and they wanted to be fed. And we said, okay, but like, 
we're right about to start doing some other things. Can we like negotiate this? And they refused to. And then the worst part of it was after they talked to the caterers, they all came out with their own little bagged lunches. So they oh, didn't boy. actually even want food from the caterer. They which just wanted to eat. They just wanted to eat. And it was just like one of these, like, could you please go back to yeah. doing, it's you know. It's kind of funny. Uh, also, it's not a mishap, but think about this. You have a disc jockey or a photographer, especially a photographer. They're there for 10 hours, you know, the house and the ceremony. So anyway, or even a band, uh, it's a five hour wedding. I'm going to go 60 to 90 minutes before, make sure everything's set up right. Mm -hmm. And then the five hours and then a half an hour breakdown and then an hour ride home. So it's eight, nine hours now. And they ask me, do we have to feed the band? And I say, no, you don't have to, but I do need 15 minutes to eat something at some point because it's nine hours. I can't Mm -hmm. go without food for nine hours. So it'd be great if you did feed us and we don't need, you know, top not just and if you're not going to let you know in advance yes Yes. that's all that's all one of the things is um as a wedding planner i've eaten at weddings in very strange locations like closets and tiny back rooms and and card rooms yes yeah and the coat room i've sat in a coat room before and ate really quick but okay but anyways so thank you so much for joining us today marty Happy, happy to have you here. Pleasure. Remember, you can download us for free off of iTunes and Google Play. If you have any questions or topics you want us to cover, send us an email to engagect at gmail.com. And just before we depart, Marty, how do people find you again? MartyQ.net is my website. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. I hope you can join us again. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut. Mm-hmm.